Welcome to The Money Mavens, a podcast for the ambitious female business owner that loves money and desires to create a business and lifestyle up-level. With myself, Charlotte Balbier, multi-seven-figure brand builder, and my partner in success, Josie May, global six-figure business coach. Join us for all things business and lifestyle, combined with our strong opinions, a few naughty words, lots of fun, and a double dose of luxury. So pull up your seats at the success table with us, Charlotte and Josie, the Money Mavens. Hello and welcome to an episode of the Money Mavens. Before we get started, we just wanted to remind you about our event in January. We um, have still got some tickets left, so get yours now. It's going to be a beautiful, intimate affair. It's about 25 women. Yeah, so there's a room for 25 women. So if you're looking to collaborate, connection, community, you want to learn in a luxury environment, you want to learn about strategy, sales, mindset, and all the stuff to make an impact in 2024, then this event is for you. It's at Menagerie in the centre of Manchester. And the link to buy tickets is in the show notes. Yay. So we've got a very special guest today, Jill McCarthy, who is the owner of Katham Yoga and Wellness, and also my mother. (laughs) (laughs) So I asked my mum to be on the show, and she was like, about time I've been manifesting this. (laughs) And then we both said to each other, why didn't you just ask? Oh, no. (laughs) should have just asked. We haven't asked you before. She was waiting to be invited. She went, it's all right. I I noticed that Charlotte's mum was on about a year ago. But welcome. Well, saving the best till last, chill. That's what it was. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me uh, at last. <laughs> oh God, the dog's barking. We said we're in, we're doing this in the living room. We're not in, we're not in the office. And as Charlotte could, would say, let the dog in. And I said, don't let her in. I'm a soft touch and I had to let her to stay in. And then I'm going to get in trouble now because Shall- I'm let you stay in, Luna. Luna, go and snuggle. That's it. Okay. Um, she's getting too wound up now. If she carries on, she's out. Um, so basically, if you've listened to the podcast before and kind of heard a bit about my story, you'll probably know that, you know, I come from a family of, well, my mum's an academic. Academic. <laughs> and she started, she left, she, she was a lecturer at a university, left the university to retire at age 67 and then... Started her own business. So we thought it'd be really good to talk about that because I think a lot of people worry about their age, but you started your business age 67. I did. I um, I started it actually a month before I retired. I was 67 in July and I started my business in the September and I left the University of Manchester in the October. Wow. So, yes. Oh, she's got a posh voice on. <laughs> <laughs> A lecturing voice. I have darlings, I have. (laughs) She went to elocution lessons, don't you know? (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Um, I always laugh because when my mum does videos, it's easy with your own parents, isn't it? But I always laugh, don't I, that you put your posh voice on when you're doing your yoga and wellness. I think everybody has a different voice for different things, don't they? And in a professional environment, then your voice just kind of... Definitely. I always notice it on my videos, you know, when we do when we do our videos and then I'm like, that I don't, doesn't sound like me. I'm putting on some sort of voice there, but anyway. Um, but you think it's really inspiring, isn't it? Because you set up your business and tell us a bit about what Katham Yoga and Wellness is. 
Well, I've had a vision for long, for many years, about setting up a yoga residential retreat. And I bought my last house. Um, I bought it on my own. I did it up from top to bottom, applied to get planning permission to extend what was, it was an old property, what was the coach house into a yoga studio, got the planning permission, but oh, not to run it as a business. Forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, That's why you moved, wasn't it? That yeah. was why we moved, no, yeah. I'd forgotten that. So you were going to just have that as... Your yoga business was going to be from that old coach house, wasn't it? It was. And so it I was like a big garage. It was It was the old coach house, but it was yeah. like, if you can vision, it was like a big... Because a lot of people won't know what a coach house is, but next to the property. Next yes, to the property. So right. where the coach was stored for the... Oh, yeah. for, uh, my, my house was the two cottages combined into a house that served the big manor house opposite. Yeah. So it was the coach drivers and the cook's cottages, oh. and it had been joined into one, and there was the big coach house which stored the coach so and it was like fit a big, four cars yeah in it. it was like a big garage almost but high ceilings mm. wasn't it and yeah, then at the back yeah, it beams. had it had like another level it was gorgeous and it would have been incredible if yes you'd got, yes but they said no no to a business no to a business yes to the studio i didn't want a studio for myself so yeah. then i got together with my partner and we bought this rather gorgeous property in todmorden and so it was time to kind of build my business up so we had to do the house up as well we're still doing it up um so I started with yoga um yoga well, sessions well you you created a yoga studio didn't you in yes. your house yes I did and that was one of the first things you did when you were when you were doing it up wasn't it you created that yoga studio and it is beautiful yeah, yeah. it's a really beautiful studio isn't it and so it is what do you do now at the moment in there I, do, I teach yoga sessions um, several times a week and I run wellness days and wellness half days, which are things like yoga, meditation, sound baths, gong baths. We did forest bathing. I um, went to the last one. Yes, we did it forest bathing. It was very bathing. nice. Forest bathing. Do you know what that is? Well, you go and walk in the forest. It's not what you think. It well, you is. lie in the forest. Yeah, you lie in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, My mum lives next to quite a lot of green. I so. thought. I I don't know why. I thought it was to do with water, but then it's yeah, like there's, there's no there's, there's no water involved. There's no water involved. It's basically just lying in the forest and looking up. Isn't yeah. It? It's and really listening, nice. using your senses. Nice. It's surprising what you see and hear as well, and, and just smell. Still. Because yeah. we just walk. We maybe walk through a forest, but we're not. In the moment, it's being in the moment, really. It's, it's really quite lovely. A bit like med it? Well, meditation, but in the forest. Yes, yes, mm, yes. Nice. My mum was like, the last one, it was hilarious because we had the dog there as well, Bertie Boo Boo, who is, <laughs> Charlotte knows Bertie. He's my mum's dog and he is probably the best dog ever. <laughs> um, Definitely. Better than my Luna, who's next <laughs> to us now. <laughs> Hello, we love you Luna, too. close your ears. She doesn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and anyway, my mum was like, so just like, use your senses now, listen. And then she was like, no, just smell the smells of the forest. And I was like, I'm sure Bertie's just pooed next to me. <laughs> I think you'd stood in it, actually. <laughs> I think I'd stood in it or something. As I said it, I got this whiff. <laughs> it's all nature, baby. It's, it's all, all nature. nature. <laughs> so tell us how you went. So tell us a bit about your, I suppose, because I think Luna, Luna's jumping up on me trying to get cuddles. Um, I think what's interesting as well is like your career, because I suppose having your own business is very different than kind of what you've done in the past. So tell us a bit about what you did. I've probably told people before in the podcast, but what you did before 
and then how it's evolved really. Okay, so my, my first career, I went nursing at 18. I went to Manchester at 18 nursing. So after my A-levels, went nursing and I had a nursing career for 10 years. And I, I became more and more interested in having students with me. Um, and I liked teaching and I thought, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to start teaching. So I did, um, I did my degree in education and then I got a job in further education and then I got a job in universities. Um, so I've been, oh, I've been in education 30 years. Luna's, Luna's about to bite me. <laughs> Luna's going for it. Luna's got one on it today. So, yeah. no. so as an associate professor at the University of Manchester, I'll give them a plug because I still do some work for them <laughs> in an honorary position. Um, yeah, but I had this passion because from being a little girl, my dad was interested in yoga. He, I remember he, him doing yeah, the yoga. That's yeah, my granddad. Yeah, he was. He used to. What? Yeah, because he used to do it with us when we were kids. He was into judo, and he'd at the time the Beatles were doing the uh, hippie trail, and they went to an ashram and they were doing yoga. And I think in the paper it said something about how it enhanced your sports performance. And my dad was doing judo, and he thought, right. So you couldn't take a yoga class then. There was no, yeah. there were no yoga classes anywhere. So trendy now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, especially where we lived. You know, a little village uh, in Lancashire. So he got books from the library, and as a five-year-old, I used to do the yoga with him. And what stuck in my mind from even now, I can remember it is that because I was a little bendy five-year-old, I could do everything, everything in the book I could do. And so my dad would shout my mum and my brother who were in the sitting room, come and have a look at our Gillian. And I'd be there kind of doing lotus with my hands through my legs, walking around. And, and yeah, and I just got it in my mind that I was good at yoga because I got so much yeah. praise. I think any five-year-old would have been able to be as bendy, but. Isn't it funny though that like yeah. that, you know, like, that's what you believe, isn't it? If yes, you're taught, yeah. you are great yeah. at this. That's what you yeah, believe. Absolutely, yeah. Did you always carry it on then after that? Uh, well, I stayed doing it with my... My dad did it for years with books from the library. So I did it with him till I was about... Till it wasn't kind of cool, cool. to do it with your dad. So <laughs> yeah. probably about 13 or 14. But then I went to Manchester and they had yoga classes in Manchester when I was nursing. Yeah. So I joined a yoga class. And at that time, I'm very, very ashamed to say that I used to stand at the front, always in the front row in any yoga class, and out-compete the teacher because I was still very, very flexible. I think we're all a bit hyper-mobile in our family. Yeah. So um, so I, I didn't get the spiritual side of yoga at all. It was all about being the best. It was quite, I'm quite ashamed of myself, really, when I look back. But I did it on and off for years and years. And then I had this kind of passion. I went to India for six months and I, 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 was in a, I went to an ashram there and I did loads of yoga and I did meditation. And then I kind of got the spiritual side of it, I think. I think What's that, an ashram? Um, it's where you, um, it's just devoted to yoga and the yoga way oh, of life. Okay. And um, yeah, I didn't stay there. A lot of people go and they sleep there, but I just went daily because mm. it was just literally around the corner from Is that where, where I lived. Baba Big Baba was. Yes, it was. <laughs> do you want to tell that story? Yeah, do. You tell it. You tell it because I don't know it one hundred percent, but uh. it's a funny story. So my sister lived in India for a long time. She was a textile designer. She set up her own business, and Nancy was there on and off for. Um, and we're going to have Nancy on the podcast actually. On and off for years, wasn't she in India? And then mum took a sabbatical, didn't you? And you went to yes. live with her for six months. Well, yes. not live with her, but live there near yeah. her for six months. Um, 
But tell the story about Baba, Big Baba. Well, I wanted to go to this ashram, so I asked Nancy to come with me. So we found the ashram that I'd read about and we called uh, we, we called in unexpected and we were invited into this white tent and um, the Baba was there. The Baba is kind of the, the guru who leads, leads the ashram, is seen as a holy man actually. And um, he was, um, we sat there and it was all a bit weird. We were chanting and they were singing and we just sat there. He said he'd talk to us afterwards. So we, we kind of sat there with this group of people who were singing and chanting and and then he kept saying to, he kept stopping and saying, <laughs> uh, Baba say, life is like a holy well, but Baba say, no, it is just water. So he talked about himself in the third person and kept <laughs> clicking his fingers. <laughs> and then he kept saying, uh, Baba would like to invite Jill to come and visit him. So Nancy oh, and I were sat it. there, but it was all about <laughs> inviting Jill. And then I was very ashamed of myself because I kept thinking, is he hitting on me? And then I thought, no, not at all. He's just being <laughs> He's friendly. <a> man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, mm -hmm. you know, I felt quite ashamed of myself for thinking it. Anyway, I bumped into him about two weeks later at a rave that I went to with Nancy. <laughs> and Baba, I said, oh, hello. You know, I met you at the ashram. Anyway, he absolutely did hit on me then. <laughs> Baba, big Baba, Baba lasts a long time. Jill, come see Baba. Jill, teach yoga for Baba. Jill. <laughs> so he was a bit of a lech, really. And then some friends of mine, I saw them and I said, oh, these are friends of mine. So I introduced them to the Baba and he whispered in my ear, don't tell, don't tell friends what Baba say to Jill. <laughs> Baba love long time. Yeah, yeah. Baba lasts long time. <laughs> Baba, big Baba. <laughs> so that was the end of the ashram, I'm afraid. <laughs> I changed ashrams I remember, after that. Uh, mm -hmm. I remember you taking Otis to a... Um, so Otis was tiny when we went. He was what, mm -hmm. like three or something, wasn't he? He's now mm -hmm. 14. And um, I remember you taking him to a kid's yoga class and getting him those little cards. Do you remember? Yeah. When we were in India as well. Yeah. Um, so you obviously got the, you, and I suppose I remember you with yoga, you kind of be, a, you're a bit like me, aren't you, on and off things, you're like, mm, you'd be really mm, into it for a while, mm. and then, you know, probably have a bit of a break from it, but you mm. always went back to it kind of thing. I did, Like yeah. horse riding. It's been the one constant in my life, I yeah. think, in terms of exercise, yeah. Um, but yeah, I suppose like, I remember you doing yoga growing up, and to be honest, not, my sister's super good at yoga as well, isn't she? Mm, She's she very, is, yeah very flexible i think You're we're all flexible, flexible yeah though. we're, all, we're yeah. all naturally flexible we are yeah but um i've never been as i'll go through stages you know what i'm like oh, yeah yeah buy all the gear lululemon <laughs> no idea <laughs> and then give it me it's great it's like your legs are thinner so they never quite fit me as well <laughs> <laughs> um but you've always got i remember growing up as doing yoga and i remember like Nancy walking, swinging, you know, doing that swing thing. Yes, and there's yeah. like different moves. I'm sure there's a fancy name for it. But then you went and did your teacher training, didn't you? What made you go and do your teacher training? Uh, well, then after I came back from India, I absolutely got the vibe to go and teach yoga. Then, then the whole idea of the yoga studio set off. And I wanted at that point to go part time at work. That was the plan. Yeah. Set up the studio. And then when it took off, drop work um, I didn't, I never really planned to to start it in my retirement but because I got set back on the planning permission. Yeah. 
Right. So I you were covering the... classes and stuff, weren't you? But it wasn't oh, bringing in a big years. income, was it? it I was covered like... for years. I did gyms, universities, schools. Um, that was more oh, of a hobby, really, hall. wasn't it? A bit, of, a bit of money. It wasn't like bringing your loads in, was it? Oh, gosh, that was just for the experience. That yeah. was the whole point was to get the experience of teaching yoga before I set my studio up. Right. But yeah. then I didn't get permission. And then it's all it all got set back, basically. So it kind and of... And I'll be honest, I remember you say, saying about doing this. My mum's one of those people that she has these big little ideas and I'll be like... Because I remember in the old house, <laughs> you're like, I'm going to set up an Airbnb. And I was like, as if that's going to work anyway. <laughs> it bloody did work, didn't it? Was it was full all the time. All the time. It paid for me to do that house up, did that Airbnb. Yeah. yeah. So in the old house, mum had like an, an annex in the house, basically, didn't you? And you, yeah. you made it into an Airbnb. And I was like, who's going to want to come and stay in your little town? Well... <laughs> It was literally rammed all the time. It there was, was walkers. Yeah. There was people, some people who were moving house and they wanted to spend a bit of time yeah. in the area. Yeah. There was all sorts, but it was always really busy. Yeah. And then I remember you saying about the yoga studio and thinking, oh, I'm not sure about that. And I never said it to you, but, you know, in my head. And there now you are full with yoga classes. Yeah, the full up for the rest of the year. I'm very popular. The thing is with my 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 unique selling point is I've done so much yoga in different spaces over the years and the majority are dusty church halls or school gyms with yoga mats that aren't cleaned very often. I mean, not always, of course, but quite often and it's just not a pleasant environment and if you live in a nice house and then you go to a dusty church hall where you're cold and it's not really very pleasant so I wanted my experience of yoga to be the offering I had to be luxurious and it is luxurious yeah, it is, yeah. you go into a gorgeous house with a room with chandeliers and, and murals on the walls and just very tastefully decorated it's bright it's clean I dis I'm spotlessly clean I disinfect the mats all the time and all the equipment's washed I provide everything you walk in you've got gorgeous padded mats and mm. it really is very very luxurious and I also the other unique selling point is you do an hour of yoga you'd be absolutely shattered you got into shavasana at the end which is where you lie down afterwards and you'd have two minutes and oh, you'd I hate have to that. be up and gone so I do an hour's yoga everyone's absolutely shattered at the end I make sure people get a good workout and then they have half an hour oh. yoga nidra oh. on padded blanket padded mats velvet blankets velvet cushions under the head <laughs> oh, I'm going sleepy just talking about yes. it and oh. then I do a lovely relaxation sometimes I do a sound bath and it's maximum them. six people isn't it oh. so yeah it's, yeah. it's oh, six nice. people so I can give individual tuition to every single yogi in the room it really really fast tracks people within six weeks I've had people who've joined who've never done yoga before that are similar to my age in the well in the 50s and 60s and the progression in six weeks yeah I also have a use it or lose it they say yeah it's true it's true and I have a whatsapp group and I send motivational messages I'm like a sergeant major I'm have you done your yoga practice today you know yeah. don't forget get your deep breathing and yeah really encouraging messages that sounds a bit like bolshy messages but they're not really they're funny so what happens is isn't it people buy a block of six weeks and there's a group of six and the same six <coughs> yeah. people oh, go that's through so nice. you're going th like a journey together don't yeah. you yeah 
Yeah. And you do three times a week, don't you? And they're always full. Yes. The full now for the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So you've done and really well. And people rebook all the time. It's, yeah. The same. Uh, most of it is rebookings. Yeah. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. yeah. They love it. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Yeah. I remember that. Do you remember us going to yoga in, in, in Lee in that oh, yes, mill? that factory. And she used to yeah. give us the tissue. Yeah. Put that in your bra, love. In your bra. <laughs> for what? Put... No, it was a cotton wool ball with essential oil on it. It was nice, to Yeah, be fair. it was nice. It was, a, yeah. it was a cotton wool ball and it had some essential oils on yeah. it. Put, Stick that in your bra, love. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you'd put your essential oil thing in your bra. And it was it was like a big mill, wasn't it? It was a huge room. And we used to make yeah. jokes about like open your legs. Ooh. Yes, she did. <laughs> it was anything but yoga. It really. was like not yoga. It was yoga no. moves, but like no spirituality. Very Peter K. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit Peter K. It was. It was. Um, but she we was loved Peter it. K of the yoga world. Yeah. <laughs> We kept going back because we enjoyed yeah, it. She was funny, wasn't she? She was funny, but it wasn't yeah. yoga like now Not luxury. Experience. Yeah, I'm quite spiritual too, and we do chanting and we do pranayama breath work, and we really kind of cut out the outside world and come into ourselves. So it's quite, it's a very beautiful environment. It's very relaxed. Everyone knows one another. I have essential oils burning. I've got music playing. As soon as people say, as soon as you come in the house, the smell of, you know, they begin to feel that relaxation. Phones are off, no phones. Yeah, it's on. nice, it's nice. And, and it's very chill. You also do like in person, uh, not in person, I'm saying in person, that's what Charlotte and I do. Mm -hmm. You do days, don't you? Like wellness days that I've yes. booked yeah. on before. Um, They're gorgeous days. Really with nice. Vegan yeah. feasts. The food is so good. I have an outside caterer and she's just wonderful. Yeah, she is. The food's yeah. good. Shout out for Buttercup Bakery in Hebden Bridge because it's just amazing vegan food. Yeah, really nice food. Yeah. Um, the plan the, is for you, once the house is finished, to make this into a retreat space, isn't it? That's it. And it will be for the six people again. So mm -hmm. it will sleep six, but luxurious bedrooms. We've done one bedroom and two en suites so far. We've finished all of the downstairs, or we will have by Christmas, and then hopefully the upstairs will be finished. Um, we've got two more en suites to do. We've got, the we've got four bedrooms to decorate, and we've got the main bathroom to finish. We've got a big copper, copper Japanese bathing tub to go in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, wow. I know. Be gorgeous when it's done. I picked the wallpaper too. But yeah, so we've got to finish the upstairs and then we're ready to run retreats and they will be open globally. They'll be national. I'll advertise nationally. Yeah. And so it will be a weekend retreat, but I'm going to offer people the option to stay an extra night or an extra few nights. Um, and then they can do what they want and look around the area because it's in Todmorden, near Hebden Bridge. There's very loads nice. of walking around oh, there. It's beautiful. Very scenic, very and lovely scenic. little independent shops in Todmorden and Hebden Bridge. So the lovely areas to visit. And we're near to Leeds and there's a lot going on where mm. we live. We're on the there's a railway station five minute walk from the house too. So uh, when do you think you first had this vision that you wanted this is what you wanted to to do? When will it be final? No, when do you think you first had this vision? Oh, sorry. I think I think it came when I was in India. It was almost like an epiphany right. thinking, this is what I want to do. I want so to do. So that was about yoga. how long ago? Ten, uh, eleven years ago. Yeah. I wrote a book actually about 
my travels in India. I might as well plug that. Nestled between temples. We'll put a link to it. Nestled amongst. Oh, you've been Sorry. very busy, Jill. Or Nestled the, like, amongst very, temples. You've done loads of stuff, <laughs> haven't you? I got a publishing deal. It was only oh, a two-year wow. publishing deal, but it was great to get one. I was really chuffed. And three publishers, once I signed the first one, I got another two offers, which actually one of them was a better publisher. But anyway, that's another story. So that publishing deal obviously is out now, but you can still get the book on Amazon. Well, it was weird because my sister, Nancy, she's a graphic designer. And somebody reached out to her who said they wanted her design. They'd seen her design work and they wanted it. Anyway, <clears throat> this lady was creating a new business and she wanted like an Indian feel to it. And Nancy was saying, oh, it's funny that because I used to live in India. <clears throat> and they were talking about different things. And, and then, and then um, Nancy must have said something about my mom. And the woman said, are you Nancy from Nestled Amongst Temples? <laughs> 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 and literally, this woman had read the book. I love that. So love weird. That and actually, when we were in uh, India together, we weren't getting on very well. And I was brutally honest because I'd read, um, oh, what was that book? Peace, Pray, pe pray. Pray, um, eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love. That was it. And she was she was quite brutally honest in a book. I remember reading about how she wrote the book and it was complete honesty. And I thought, right, I need to be honest. So I wrote with complete honesty about my relationship with Nancy at that time. So um, Nancy and my mum are very alike. They like We are very alike. It's very yeah. love, hate. Well, not hate because it's never hate. But no, it's not. You two are a lot more tempestuous We're is that volatile. the way? volatile volatile yeah. inspire is nancy then yeah uh, nancy and i you and i don't argue very no. often nancy's do we but i've seen nancy nancy's be fiery. <laughs> yeah yeah nancy's fiery my mum can be fiery as well and they 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 they, they can clash, rub clash. Each other. so when they lived together for a short while in india so when mum first went to india she moved in with nancy but it didn't last long short-lived that's why she went off with baba nancy and <laughs> baba woo <laughs> Between the devil and the deep blue sea, we've got Nancy and Baba. <laughs> no, I love Nancy to bits. And I moved to Todmorden because Nancy and my grandson were there. But, um, but yeah, we are fiery. We can be fiery. Yeah, but they're very similar, yeah. I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you were honest about her in the book. <laughs> yes, a bit so she too must honest, have read. really. So the, the woman I think who... it was cathartic, actually, writing it about yeah. when I got back. So yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, obviously the woman who'd read my mum's book um, Nancy was doing some work for her but isn't that weird she'd found yeah. the book because she basically before yeah. she went to India she'd um, <coughs> searched for books on eBay and picked it up on eBay as one of them and loved it so mm. it's good mm. but they actually were going to make so they wrote to you about making a film of it didn't they they did yes yeah, they did yeah I sent it off to a load of um, film um, producers and one of them wrote back and said they were very interested but then I didn't went hear cold, anymore didn't it went after cold, that yeah. maybe you should try again I was say maybe yeah. they should follow that back up it would have been, I think it would have been a really good film because it was very funny. People have said yeah. how funny it was. The characters you meet, though, it, it, not particularly in India anywhere, the characters you meet in places are just, when you look back on it, it's just hilarious things yeah. that happen, but you don't realise particularly at the time. Because mm, you're in the moment, aren't you? And yeah. then you look back and you yeah. think... Wow, that was either wild, it was funny. Or you it was had a bit of a love affair with a Frenchman, didn't you? I did, yeah. Flip-flop. Flip yeah. Philippe. Philippe. <laughs> Philippe. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah I, I, at the time, I was going to write a novel 
set in India and I thought, oh, I'll get the inspiration when I'm out there. So I took copious notes every single day. I religiously filled a notebook, you know, filled pages of a notebook about what had happened that day, even the most boring minutiae. And when I got, I still hadn't kind of picked a plot for this story. And when I got home, like a month later, I never wrote the book and I thought, oh, what a disappointment. And I started reading my notes and I suddenly thought, why don't I just write? It was it was a point where Lopsy the cow, I was feeding a watermelon, she came to the window of the house. And, and suddenly I thought, where would you get a cow coming to the window of your house unless you lived on a farm? And so I started writing. I just wrote about being in India for six months and... Yeah, it was good. It was quite cathartic writing it all. So that was like a bit of a turning point for you when you went there because yes. you had all those experiences and then you saw that vision that you wanted to do this and have yeah. your business. Yeah, and that would have been an epiphany, really. I suppose you got a taste as well because you'd always worked, hadn't you? You'd either yes. worked in nursing or you'd worked in education, yes. which are very similar systems. Yes. You know, like people expect a lot from you. There's a lot of red tape. Yes. There's a lot of like unthankfulness isn't there absolutely and yeah. you've done that in nursing yeah. and then you'd gone and done that in education and then you had this six month gap just for a small time you know where mm. it was a break but then you were straight back at uni mm. weren't you mm. and mm. I suppose maybe I don't know you tell us was that like life can be different yes I think very much so. I think very much I kind of got a taste. I know I want to work. I never not wanted to work. I didn't want to just... And even in India, I, you know, I helped Nancy. We had a, a market stall and things. But I kind of got a feel like I could do something I really, really was passionate about. Yeah. And, and yoga is the one thing I've always had a passion for, really. Um, you know, it's been there. It's been a constant, that passion for yoga. So, um, What do you think yoga brings you? To your life. I think it brings me that that quietness of mind. I think it's cutting out the outside world. And it actually is a way of life. It's not a religion, but it's a way of life. And if we if we all followed the yogic way of life, it would be a very peaceful, beautiful mm. world. Not I so mean, much when you've got human. your grandkids over, eh? <laughs> when no, I need to remind me I need to meditate more when they're over. <laughs> when, when my mum has Wilf, then Raffi always comes over as well because they're the same age. <laughs> and then she's like, the Tasmanian Take devils. Them home! <laughs> <laughs> and they run wild in that house because it's a big house. Mm, yeah. And they love it. Of course oh, they love it because there's a lot of, there's like, there's a hidden staircase. It's not hidden anymore, but it was, no, wasn't it? It's been exposed. Yeah. So there's like the main staircase and then there's like another staircase in the house. It's great for in kids. In the kitchen, yeah. It's great for kids, that house, isn't it? For it's gorgeous, wild. yeah. But mum will find them naked, like swinging off the flipping banisters. <laughs> That's my memory of last Christmas is <laughs> Josie and Nancy, my two daughters, sat, lay on the sofa. Oh, bring me more chocolate, mum. Make me a cup of tea, mum. And then I walked into the hall and the two... Tasmanian devils went naked, <laughs> swinging up my lights that I'd woven up the banister, these beautiful lights. They were like using them as a monkey pole. <laughs> Too feral at that for point, boys. Yeah, feral, completely feral. So at that point, I took the dog for a long walk. Yeah. Was that their cue to leave? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> when I come back, be gone. There might have been a bit of shouting before the, before, before the dog walk as well. There wasn't Never. much yogic then. Never. <laughs> I suppose the thing is, we're all human. Well, that's we? the thing, yeah. isn't it? And we always yeah. say that, like, you can have a, an ideal, but none of us, like, realistically. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be yeah. not many people that are always at peace. No. But it, no. what's good is to have a tool that when you do find that you're not at peace, that yeah. you can go to that. Oh, absolutely. Thing. Absolutely. And I think you're very busy, busy. I think you've got busy, busier than ever. 
Have I? I think that's retirement. My mum's the same. I'm like, since you quit the university, I suppose because it. You spent so much time working, mm. but you always like we would go around your house. You're always doing something. I know you're doing the house up, but you don't yeah. sit still much anymore. Right? You yeah. Used to love five minutes on the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still like five minutes on the sofa. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think you're definitely busier. So it's good to have something that's maybe there yes, is because you've probably got more energy because you're not working. Therefore, you've got more mind space, haven't you? You yes. you're less stressed, and you're doing something that you're passionate about. It's yes. your passion. So therefore. It's not work, it's your passion. You want to yes. get up and do it. You're excited. That's it's true. completely different, isn't it? Yeah, it is different, yeah. I really, I really love, I love teaching yoga. I love hosting the wellness days and I plan them to the absolute minutiae. You know, every single thing is planned for perfection. So when you come, you're given a name badge. And it's only six people. It's not like you wouldn't remember one another's <laughs> name, but I just like it all kind of. You want and, it to just be right, don't yes, you? Yeah. yeah. I want, I really, really, want people to absolutely enjoy themselves and be relaxed and and usually people are floating oh. on air when oh, they leave brilliant. the one i yeah. went and i was gutted that i couldn't come to the last one i'm definitely yeah. going to come to the next one yeah it was really so nice and it was i think I, i'm pregnant at the moment and you know it was nice to just have a day that of like not doing anything you know on mm. a weekend with the kids mm. and <clears throat> you do really good sound baths don't you, you know the sound bath yes. is amazing <clears throat> but yeah, it's a really nice to kind of get away like that, isn't it? And I think you've got more as well. I think you've got more kind of holistic. And I suppose, again, it might be that you've got more time now that you're not traveling to Manchester every day or working yes. six long hours. Yeah. You know, you do the cold water Bathing. swimming. Oh, yeah. yeah. You love that, swimming. Don't you? Yeah, I adore it. Yeah. She'll do it, no joke, when the, it, the water is frozen. They will break the ice yeah. and get in the water. That's me. You get dangerous. more of a high, actually, if, if it's frozen when you're dangerous. <laughs> when you dip. Well, it probably yeah. is dangerous. Dangerous Brian stuff, that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have got. My mum will keep saying, why don't you come with us? Because my sister does it as well. Why don't you come with us? Absolutely not. <laughs> I fancy it, but I'm just, I'm, I'm very nervous of. Things that are unknown to me. Yeah. So the thought of going in water where I can't say, oh yeah. no. I go in an ice bath where it's a controlled environment, but not in a. I don't lake. even like doing it at the spa. You know, when you it's do the just, cold dunk. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind that as much. Yeah. I think you have to start in summer <sighs> and then build it up. I started, yeah. I think, uh, April. I started not April this year, April last year, because I'd I'd done it now and again before. But I started in April. I joined a, a, a wild swimming group, and then from April onwards, and I kept thinking, oh, I'll finish when it gets cold. I'll finish when it gets cold. But then you're addicted now. You get yeah, and you know, the colder the water, the higher you get. It's real natural high i've got a video of me in ice water and i am laughing my head off and i'm going i'm in the ice baby i'm in the ice <laughs> were you naked in that one as well I think no I've seen i wasn't that. naked but a friend of mine who was uh, who um, we were i there was about four of us who were ice bathing with she got out of the water started drying herself and then Heard us all laughing, so just ditch the towel, start jack naked, and jump back in. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you do that? Uh, probably about twice a week, three times a week. Wow, sometimes. that much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you've got to really to keep the acclimatization up. Yeah. If I left it for a few weeks, then yeah, I would go hurt. back to square yeah. one kind of yeah. thing. And it. you do it quite early in the morning. It's got a lot of health benefits. Uh, there, usually eight o'clock. Yeah, because yeah. some people are going on to work then, so it suits most people about eight. 
Yeah, it's, it's good lady. for like mental health as well, I yeah, think. And brilliant, menopause. brilliant. And do you know, it really feels like a baptism. You get in that water and you've all the stresses of the week on you. And suddenly it's like somebody just takes a coat of stress off you and you emerge from the water and you're kind of renewed. I always say it's just like a baptism. How long does it last for? Uh, oh, I'd say it, 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 you're on, it sets you up for the day. Does it? Yeah, That's good. sets you up for the day, definitely. I just, the idea of it is... Where would we go? Bramble your Park? Body cuts, <laughs> your body cuts... You're in that, di di that dirty, dirty pond. pond. Yeah. <laughs> like, the thing is, where we are, it's a bit more built up, though, isn't it? There's yeah, there's places. that place, isn't there, that we, I keep seeing people, something farm that people go to and do. Miriam goes to one, actually. Does she Friend have of to find out? Yeah. Well, she's always trying to rate me. Very popular for it. women. You don't see many men. There's one man near us that does it. He's always naked, actually. He's well known amongst... That Baba would be naked, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. Swinging it. <laughs> Baba, big Baba. <laughs> big Baba. Getting his big Baba out. <laughs> but I think that's all part of, like... Um, it's obviously not yogic, but it's, like, part of that same thing, isn't it? Like, wellness and you know, focusing yeah. on, because you yeah. have to prioritise things like that. It's easy to let them slip, isn't it? Or yes. not prioritise them. But actually, do you find that now it's your business? Like, do you find, that, yeah, that now that it's your business, that it's easier to prioritise it? Yes, I, I do yoga every single day. I never, ever miss. Sometimes it's only 20 minutes, but I never, ever miss. And there's times I've done it at midnight because I haven't done it, but I cannot go to bed without doing it. Yeah, because you made a commitment. Didn't you? I remember you did it. Like, was it in lockdown where you said, I'm going to do yoga every damn day? Yes, yes. And, cause That's that where thing. the yoga every damn age came from because there's a yeah. saying, yoga every damn day. Well, my handle on Instagram is yoga every damn age. Yeah. So it was a kind of twist on it's that. It's clever, that. It's clever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think... Because you 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 commit and, and it changed your health, I think, didn't it? Like when you it committed did. to that. Yeah, it did. You I got... lost a lot of weight. I um, well, I say I lost a lot. I lost probably about a stone, but I was I was a bit on the chubby side, and that kind of went. And I just felt better. I think if you commit to doing, say going for a walk every day or doing your 10,000 steps or whatever, I think suddenly it has a knock-on effect, oh, I should drink more water, yeah. oh, I should eat healthily, I shouldn't eat that junk food. And it becomes, mm -hmm. it kind of it had does. a knock-on effect for me eating more healthily. Yeah. And um, That's what you've done, haven't you? Charlotte's gone back to the gym and, and yes. at the moment not going on a diet or anything, but you just said, like, eventually... Yeah, I'm working when, myself up to that. <laughs> yeah, but eventually what you're going to yeah. do is you probably make better choices. Oh, I already yes. am. I already am. I've yes. been back at the gym for two weeks and I've not drank yes. and I've definitely ate better. Not brilliant, but I've eaten better because like you yes. say, you kind of think, well, I've done this, so I might as well. Yes. And you're better doing something yeah. rather than yeah. nothing, aren't you? I feel I better that's... for going back to the gym. I can already feel, I wouldn't say I've, I've not lost any weight, but my body's starting to, I can feel it tightening back yes. up again. Yes, yeah. You know, like I'm like, oh. Feel, yes. It just feels a bit better. It's how you do one, one thing, though, is how you do everything, for sure. Yes. And that's why once you do one good thing, I think you start doing something else a bit better. And then it's like a knock-on effect, isn't it? Just like when, you're yes. no, like when I'm naughty, like, and I'll say I'll go out and get drunk and then I'm hungover and then I'll eat badly. Yes. And then it's just like, an, it's the same, isn't it? it that's is. a negative spiral, isn't yeah. it? Instead so, of a virtuous spiral. Yeah. yeah. And that's part of life. I don't it think, is. like, I think we should all... Be okay with negative spirals now and again. It's when it's yeah. happening all oh, the time, gosh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I've always said there's nothing better for you than a night out with friends once yeah. in a while getting blasted. Yeah. It does your power of good, even though you feel lousy the next day. But if you were doing it every week, then no, it's not good. But yeah. once every blue moon, it does your power well, thank of good. Thank God I got pregnant, eh, Charlotte? Otherwise... <laughs> 
I know. Because we were over drinking. We were wild. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely wild. (laughs) I think it's easily done, especially when you've got a job that's really sociable. Our job is very social. Yes, yes. You are out with clients a lot. And then if you've got a free night and you don't have to go back home and you're already out in Manchester, you're like, oh, we'll stay out. Might as well stay out, have a glass of wine. Be home for eight. Yeah, right. Never been home for eight. Um... So what's your vision now? Obviously, you're 67. You're 67 now. Yes. Do you know what my ambition is at the moment, which what I'm really working towards? What? I don't think it'll help my business at all. Doing a handstand. On my 70th birthday, <laughs> which is three years' time, I have this vision. I've got quite a long haul in my house, haven't I, Josie? Yeah. So, so I have this vision of walking on my hands down the hall to answer the door to people coming to my <laughs> 70th birthday party. Wow. And I said... Towards that end, I've got, uh, I've taken private, um, I go to yoga um, sessions myself, but I've taken a private yoga lesson once a month with Joey Miles, who's in Hebden Bridge, and he's a brilliant, brilliant yogi. And I said to Joey um, at the last session, I think it was two weeks ago, I, I was really downhearted about it. And I thought, have I got any chance of doing this at all? And I said to him, do you think I will be able to do this in two and a half years time? And he said to me, oh, God, you're almost there. He said, you'll be doing it in a lot less than that. Mm, yeah. I think you so, will. I yeah. think you will. Yeah. So I, I think, think age is <clears throat> no, age is something we hold in our head. And I just think you're capable of whatever you put your mind to, really. Yeah. Age, don't say I can't do it because I'm too old, because that's bloody ridiculous i remember addy's friend addy my husband's friend connor his grandma did the manchester marathon good for her and she was 72 yeah and she had to she got to mile 21 and she had to pull out because it was um super super it was either super cold it was either super raining or super hot Mm. and one of them had impacted and she did not want to stop but the medics were like stop but 21 miles in your 70s. Brilliant. Just brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, Just brilliant. brilliant. And I think it's so, you know, I couldn't do that at age 40. Well, I could if I trained for it. (laughs) Oh, Luna's... (laughs) Luna's... (laughs) Every time. Luna's just gone for my (laughs) mum. Get down. Discipline. Luna. Luna. Come here. Just bitter. She's she just it every time she sees me. <laughs> oh, you little rat bag. I was only stroking her. <laughs> you little rat bag. This is my dog, She's come everyone. to me now. She's come to me now. So, to well, Charlotte. when I go away, my mum has her and she'll, like, go for my mum's yogis. <laughs> oh, but she loves their ankles. Oh, biting <laughs> them, yeah. Oh. And somebody said, oh, isn't she cute? And put her hand to stroke her and she went, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, not so cute. <laughs> oh, no. You do no one to touch Luna. She always goes for you, though, doesn't she? I know. So it's, I stroke her and I forget I'm stroking her and I'm mm. kind of just getting to a rhythm and thinking, well, Bertie would love that, you see, but not Luna. Yeah. <laughs> She's very fussy about things, aren't you? <laughs> um, so we've got, what were we saying before Luna? Uh, just the age is, is just something it's in that... in your head, like you said. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You... I remember not that long ago, and you've obviously definitely changed mm. your th- thesis now. Like you, don't, you were like, I don't want to get old. I remember you saying like, I don't want to live till I'm old. Whereas now, I think you've changed your ethos on old. Maybe that's true. Actually, I was very ashamed of my age. I you would were. never tell people my age, or I'd knock a decade off. You're not ashamed um, at all anymore. Are you? I don't. Ca- I just think how lucky am I that I've made it. I think I've had, well, certainly two very precious people in my life that have died, and. I was older than both of them. 
and wow, I'm the lucky one, aren't I? I'm in good yeah. health. I'm I'm enjoying my life. I've got a gorgeous house that I'm doing up. I've got, um, you know, I've got a nice pensions coming in. I'm very not mentioning your daughter incredibly yet. lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I have the burden of my two daughters. <laughs> and I was like, she's going to mention them in a minute. No, no. Oh, no. I would have done had you invited me after Charlotte's number. <laughs> <laughs> but are you, you're, you, yeah. you have definitely changed on your. I have changed my attitude. You, I tell people now how old I am. You look incredible. Like you do not look. Your Thank age. you very much. You Charlotte. do not. Thank you. Uh, it, and I love you very much, Charlotte. <laughs> I always thought you'd make a really good daughter. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but you're like you quite like. I quite like telling people my age just because I like them to be shocked. Oh, and if they're not the shock factor, um, but if they're not shocked, when you don't get the shock, and it's I've so got, annoying. Oh, she asks yes. them again. She goes, "I'll ask you again." <laughs> Look shocked. Yeah. Well, we had a, we went to um, we went out for drinks. Surprise, surprise. And the waiter there was saying something about something, and I went, "Oh, I'm, oh yeah, I'm 43." And he went, "Oh right." And I went, "No, no, 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 no." I'll say that again. I'm 43. And he went, "Oh, oh right, yeah." And I went, "There's no shock <laughs> in your face. If you want a tip, there better be some shock." And so I went. I'm 43 anyway. <laughs> like, so I stood back and I said, now that's more like it. <laughs> that's the shock I want. I think you quite like the shock, don't you, as well? Oh, yes, yeah. And when you don't get it, it's a bit like, ooh. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they? Did you hear what I said? I said I'm 67. <laughs> um, but I do sometimes do that double take, though, where's, where I'm thinking, no, I can't be 67. I must be 57. And I kind of, it's almost like my mind won't compute that I'm going to be 70 in three years. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's not having it. No. I remember, um, though, when, see, I've lost my train of thought here. This is pregnancy brain. Mm-hmm. I, I go off on these like things and then I forgot what I was going to say. Um, Most of the time I can pick it up for you, but when it's something that you're talking about from the past, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> this is your work. I know what you're going to say, it but was I don't know. It something to do with <laughs> age. <laughs> and I've forgotten what it was. There you go. Sorry about that. It's <laughs> 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 so my story of my life at the moment. Yeah. And it's not my age. This is pregnancy. Yeah. It's not the menopause. <laughs> it's not the menopause. <laughs> <laughs> Menopausal old bag. Do you remember that, Josie? Yeah, when I was... So my mum was 23 when she had me. So she was quite story. young. And quite young. I was a slip of a girl. I looked about 14. And then you picture that picture on Facebook. I know, you look I looked so old, young. I? Yeah, she was only 23. But um, So when I was 15, she was... 38 very young anyway one of my friends at school said if you really want to piss your mum off call her a menopause a little bit no when you were fit i was um i was what did you say when you were 15 you i were was 38 no i was 37 because you're march and i'm july so. oh yeah so you'd be 37 so but um <clears throat> i she, my friend at school said if you want to really piss your mum off call her a menopause a little bag well didn't i just call it you Oh, got me every time. And she gets so mad. You remember, you get so mad. I'm not menopausal. <laughs> I think she probably was. She wasn't, wasn't menopausal. I wasn't at all. No, 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 no. no, But why didn't I just laugh at it? Mm. It used to really wind me up. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. How I was conscious of my age then, wasn't I? Yeah. The thing uh-huh. is, I'm very, I can relate. I'm very, we were asked the other day on the podcast, didn't we? Would we live forever? 
And I went, no, absolutely not, because I don't want to get old. Mm. Jason was like, yeah, let's live forever. But I've got a real fear of looking older, being older. I feel like... You're very open about your age, though. You don't try oh, and hide yeah. it. No, I am really open about my age, but I just... Yeah, I really struggle with it. And I think the thing I think is... you change, though, as you get older, because so. you don't feel any different. Yeah. Oh, that's I what really I was going to say. I really don't feel any different. You, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> ah, come there back we go. to me. Ah. So when I was younger, I used to say to you, when do you start to feel like an adult? And you were like... Not got there yet. Yeah. <laughs> Still haven't. Yeah, when do you suddenly think, oh, right, I'm an adult now. Yeah. I'm like, you know, this is it. I'm all... Yeah. But you, you always don't feel that. You always, no. And I always think that's interesting. Like... Yeah. Because like, I feel like an adult, but I know what you mean about not feeling like yes, an adult. Sometimes yeah. you feel like you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah like, why has somebody yeah. left me in charge of this child? <laughs> yeah. you're why not you asking me to make decisions? I'm like, don't yeah. ask me. <laughs> well, I think maybe we have this idea that one day we'll have it sus. Yeah. Oh, I no. think the yeah. older you get, the less you care, though. Yes, yes. I'm, I don't care what people think, oh, half as much as no, I, I used to. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. And I think there's that point where, as well, and, you know... Where you almost, as you when you're younger, rely on your looks a bit, don't you? Yes, yes. And you get, and I remember when we were younger, you got a lot of attention. You know, the boys from my class used to knock on the door asking for my mum. You know, <laughs> <laughs> is your mum in? I'm like, no, she's bloody not, but I am. <laughs> but I remember, and you know, you you liked that as well, didn't you? Obviously, we oh, all yeah, do. I yeah, think we all do. Don't but we? as you yeah. get a bit older, and like I know, like even like hitting your forties. It's a bit less and less, isn't it? We go a little bit invisible. When you get to my yeah. age, you go a little bit invisible. That's what my mum said. Yeah. Like, my mum was yeah. super gorgeous when she was younger and she says she yeah. feels invisible now and it makes me really sad. Yeah. Because I just see that she's still really beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah. But even I yeah. noticed that, like, in yeah. your 40s, you feel a, yeah. not fully invisible. You get a different kind of attention. Yes. It's not It's not as yeah. full on as well. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not as full on. And it's, you know, you and I have had a few the beats. Sway of <laughs> You know when you walk in a room and heads used to turn? Yeah. That doesn't happen. And you'd catch it from the corner yeah. of your eye. And you're like, still got it. Yeah, <laughs> still got that's it. The one. That's the one. That doesn't I had happen somebody beep, quite the same. I had somebody beep hanging out the car earlier in the year shouting cute ass to me. Oh. Well, yeah. yeah. He was about 60. And then she walked and he was about, <laughs> he was really old, the old car. And you were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Wasn't quite what, you know, <laughs> not quite used to. But I suppose, like, does that just... Kind of like, because you were saying like now you feel a bit more invisible in terms of that. Mm. Does mm. that, ha is there a point where you just stop caring about that or? Um, yes, yes, I suppose there is really, or you accept it really. You accept that you haven't got that impact. Uh, and also what I noticed in the workplace was you could kind of, uh, Use your womanly charms. Exactly, yeah. I didn't really want to say it because it's not very feminist, but you could. You could use, you could kind of wheedle around men a little bit, you know, by smiling sweetly and, oh, would you, oh, that's so kind of you. And yeah. You're you know, so that's, good at that. I'm yeah. so grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I think you can do that. But that kind of, that <laughs> pull isn't there the same anymore. Yeah, you don't same. get doors open by smiling anymore kind of thing. Yeah. That's a bit annoying, isn't it? But also, I suppose, like, why does that matter? Yeah, and I think but, that kind of gives you more more authority in yourself, really, that you well, get think, more. Yeah. But what you have got now is a man who absolutely adores you. I have. And I have. I'm like, very, very and lucky. I don't think you had that no, a relationship didn't. like this when you were younger, did no, you? No, I didn't, so, Charlotte. You're right. So you're actually, right. that's yeah. so much more yeah. special, isn't it? And I feel very settled. I don't yeah. think I've ever really felt very settled before. 
um, yeah, I feel very settled and which is really nice, isn't it? It is. It's lovely. It's yeah, really it is nice. lovely. I'm very, very. Hope. My life is very blessed. Gives <laughs> <laughs> me hope that I might, you know, might you might be nice to you, you one day. Will. <laughs> you will. And it's funny actually. The you story might have to wait till you're 64. It's funny though. The <laughs> Just story... another 20 years to go then. <laughs> the story seems funny though because, like you said, you used to lie about your age, didn't you? And when you were yeah. dating, mm. you didn't want to tell the truth about your age, no. and then you're starting no. off this. With a lie, yes. yeah. You're starting off dating relationships with a lie, really, yes, aren't you? And that's yes, really yes. difficult. And the thing with Steve was, Steve had known my, Steve and my mum worked together for years. Next door but one office to me. For yeah. years and years. Because he knew everything about her. He knew how old you were. He knew, yeah. you know, the good, the bad, you know, all yes, of it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when actually you did start dating him, um, you didn't have a, you didn't have that, um, I suppose that there was no like, oh, he thinks I'm 61 when I'm yes. when I'm 64. Yes. He thinks I'm 59 when I'm 64. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. And I think that's kind of I think that was a pressure <clears throat> you put on yourself almost, wasn't it? And I get yeah. why you did it because I remember yeah. you were saying like on dating apps, if you put 64, the kind of men that you were getting would be 74. Yeah, all the men want younger women. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Whereas actually, you're very young and you look young and you're young at heart and you're very fit yeah. and and I think. So you were putting that, but then you feel like you're off to the wrong foot almost. Don't yes. You? Well, they're going to yeah. find out at some point. Yeah. Well, they are when you're older. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How old's your daughter? You had her when you were how old? <laughs> <laughs> My mum's like, you're 37, you stick with that. <laughs> I used Everyone's to like, how old are your daughter? Oh, in the 30s. <laughs> you were kind of in your 30s for a long time. <laughs> Well, it's a good job Josie looks so young then, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's very lucky. <laughs> Thank me later. But I think that's like, I think the age thing's interesting, isn't it? Because yeah, I know it a lot, we get yeah. it a lot, don't we? People asking us about, oh, I'm like, mm. I'm 40. I feel too old to start a business. We did an episode mm. on it about oh, starting, really? starting too old a business. 40. Oh, yeah. goodness. Starting a business. Yeah. You're in never your 40s ever or too starting old. again yeah. in your 40s. Yeah. Because a lot of people, uh, who we know in business have like got to a point where their kids are a bit older or maybe their marriage is split up and they've yes. had a, a real crossroads in their life and they're yeah. like well I've changed all this I might as well change my career as yes. well and then they're yeah. like oh but am I too old you know and, all, and they tell them because it's just a limiting belief isn't it yes. it's just a way of protecting yes. yourself the dog's <laughs> gonna bark oh gosh just one sec you yes. keep talking about that while the dog too. barks Luna yeah I think had had I um had I known what I know now, I would have started my business. I would have gone part-time and set my business up rather than wait till I retired. There was a sort of circumstances in that because I couldn't get the planning permission at yeah. my last house. But I think I could have done it in my early 50s. You know, yeah. I could have done it long ago, really, and got the house built what, up. And... Apart from the, the, the actual logistics of the fact that you couldn't do that, was there anything else that held you back? Did you have any of the limiting beliefs around it? No, I was no. quite, I would have gone part-time and then set done. it up. It's yeah, it was just the property. But I think I left it till I was in India, really, to think about starting a business. I kind of had vague ideas of it in the past, but I thought, no, I can't do that. I don't know anything about business. Mm. And I, then I think it was really, to be perfectly honest, I think it was seeing Josie and yourself. Or, mm. You know, well, you set off on business on your own before yeah. you and Charlotte got together. But I thought, goodness, if Josie can do it... <laughs> 
<laughs> then her mother certainly can. <laughs> so I think that was a great I inspiration. And Nancy did it as well. Nancy, Nancy set it, yeah. off on business on her own. And it was something our family hadn't done. My mum was a teacher. My dad was a civil servant. My grandparents didn't have their own businesses. They worked for the man sort of thing. So I think it wasn't in our family. We weren't yeah. used to it. And if it's in your family, it becomes normalised, doesn't yeah. it? So. I was I like, think, Charlotte, Charlotte, it was yes. always going to be that, wasn't it, for you? Yes. Because that's yeah. all you'd known. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know Whereas any different. all we'd yeah. known, it was all, you know, I was told growing up, like, what are you going to do for university? And, you know, it was a big yeah. thing for us is, like, get a degree that's going to lead to a job. Yes. You know, that's why yeah. I did social work. And, and, you know, I wanted to do social work as well, yes. but it was kind of like, you know, you were a nurse, which is a job for yes. life. And then you were yes. a, t a teacher lecturer, which is a job for life. And my yes. grandma was a teacher. And, you know, we'd kind of... And I think there's like a shift in that thinking now, isn't there? And yeah. if, if you just see one person, if you just see one person do it, then, sorry about the dog today. We knew this would happen, didn't we? Sorry, we had to pause it then because Luna was having a meltdown. Barking, barking meltdown. But I blame Charlotte because she's too soft. <laughs> and I said to her, we can't have Luna in here because she'll bark. And she was like, look, she's so cute. <laughs> and in the process, she's bit my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Not that cute. <laughs> and also barked at everyone. But anyway, mm -hmm. it's fine. Luckily, we've got these swanky mics that hopefully will have dimmed it out a little bit. Buffed mm. it out. I also realised when I opened the door to the uh, to the delivery guy, I also had my mic on. <laughs> so you might have heard that. But anyway. <laughs> um, so what were we talking about? Um, Good job you didn't go for a wee then, isn't it? Or something as well. <laughs> That is a good, or a poo. Oh, <laughs> TMI. TMI. Um, oh, yeah, we were talking about, like, would you have done it? And I suppose the thing is, as well, I think you've always been quite safe in terms of, like, money-wise, haven't you? You've kind of... I brought you up on my own, and I had a secure job, and that was always um, a kind of reassurance for me. It was a safety blanket. And even when I went into education, I've always kept up with my nursing registration. I've done hours in nursing. I've done the, um, you know, the development. So CPD. That, CPD, yeah. So that I could always apply for my nursing each time. So I've always kept up just in case anything happened in education. I lost my job, was made redundant. Mm. I could get a job in nursing. So I've always kept it. And it's funny, really, because... I look at my third career, which is my, my yoga and wellness, and it really is a culmination of my nursing career. And I taught healthcare management. I taught health education studies. So it's all kind of brought it together. It's quite nice, I really. Think that's what makes you so special of how you do it now because of all these experiences. And yes. Living in India, having being a single mom, all those things will have all been poured into this. Yes, yes. You know, and that's what makes... It's so special and so unique because you put all of those things into it. Yes, those years of education, the years of nursing. And I have quite a few private clients with disabilities as well. Now, I always say to them, look, I'm not treating you in the capacity of a nurse. I'm treating you in the capacity mm. of a yoga instructor. But the very fact that I am a nurse yeah. means that I'm not afraid of people with Parkinson's disease or yeah. having had a stroke or, you know, I'm very confident with it because I've yeah. nursed so many people with those conditions. So 
doesn't frighten me at all, which it would a lot of yoga teachers. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you, you didn't probably know. feel yeah. very reassured yeah. and you yeah. probably just give have an energy in a way about you that makes them feel like that, which is really yes. special as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it's nice. I, I really enjoy devising sessions for people with, with disabilities that can only move certain parts of the body. And mm. so, so I really enjoy doing it as well. So it's nice. It's a nice little sideline of my practice as well. Yeah, and it's and I, yeah, my, my, I'm a doctor of healthcare education as well. So how great that I'm using that to run my wellness days. Yeah, I still teach at the university because I've got an honorary position. So I've got all access to the libraries, and I can, you know, like we did um, <clears throat> at the last wellness day, we did a questionnaire, which was a kind of fun questionnaire, but it was based on on research based psychology about how we look after ourselves, what's our self care like, and it had categorised it all. Had and did you get that from the university? I did, <clears throat> yes, yeah. So I've still got access to all the all the research papers and things, which is really handy. Yeah, it's all kind of come together, isn't it? Is yeah. there anything yeah. like we normally last like obviously we've talked a bit about kind of some <coughs> of the ups and downs and mm. obviously a big one was you not getting planning permission, but is there anything else that you found really difficult? I suppose You've been in business now just over a year, is it? Yes, it is. I think you've got to brace yourself for the social media advertising. I think um, I think I found that difficult. I do find that difficult. Um, luckily, I've got a lot of repeat business, but I am when I open the residentials, which will be next year, this time next year, hopefully. I'm hoping to launch it in 2025. I'll be advertising nationally. And you've just got to... I don't know what it is I feel embarrassed. It's almost like an embarrassment putting on websites that I'm offering something. But I think something you've said, both of you I've heard you say that's really helpful, is you are offering a service that people want. Yeah. And that's what I have to bear in mind. Yeah. And I think uh, what's good as well is be <clears throat> because you've had some nerves around <clears throat> social media, you've done some real old school stuff like printed off flyers. and put Yes. So where my mum lives, there's a lot of walkers go past where she lives. And so she put like leaflets on her. I did on her wall. Yeah, that people yeah. could just take. Well, that, that worked, didn't it? Yes, it did. It I got quite a few clients that way. Um. Social media now is just the support act. Like it was yes. a time when it was like the be all and end all for businesses, yes. and it was like the biggest marketing tool. So if you didn't like it, it was really hard. Whereas yes. now. There's so many other things, like just going old school like that is yes. a really great way of doing it. Networking, word of mouth, there's yes. so many, which is yes. good that it's changed. Yes. And it isn't the be-all and all. It has a place, definitely, yes. but it doesn't have to be the be-all and end all. No. I think for you, it's going to be definitely repeat business. People will yes. tell people, people will share it. You'll get yeah. known. And I think your niche will become more and more obvious the more you're doing it as well. Yes. And then yes. you'll be getting known as that, that person to go yes. to for that. So... Yeah, you know it's really exciting. Yeah. Well, it's not been it going that long. You've done them. It's amazing. Like yeah. you've done such a yeah. lot. It's funny. It always amazes me how it's just come from nowhere. Mm. This time last year um, was kind of um, when I left university, mm. and within a year I'm running these wellness yeah. days and my <laughs> and yoga you were worried every about week. Money, weren't you? Because yes, obviously was. you had a good yeah. wage, didn't you? And it was. Um, yeah. Obviously, it dropped down to your pension then. Yeah. You didn't have the best pension in the world because you bought a Chesterfield, didn't you, with your pension? <laughs> <laughs> like, one so of like the, you're in Paris, Josie. She's a bit, bit bitter when she said that. Actually, there was a holiday in Paris as well. Oh, I it was one of, the best, one of the best pension schemes in the country, the NHS. It used to be anyway, and I spent mine on... I didn't even you know... You pulled the money out. didn't, didn't know what superannuation was. I was like early 30s with two little girls. So we had a holiday in Paris and I bought a leather Chesterfield. Oh, and it was good that 
about Chesterfield. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Chesterfield. It, it was mean, good. I sold it for as much as I bought it for. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 I did, yeah. We had that years as well. I did, yeah. I remember my imaginary friends lived in their arms, Mrs. Jam and Mrs. Marmalade. <laughs> Sad child. It's so funny because I was talking to Wilf about that yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, I used to have imaginary friends. He's like, what? <laughs> um, but um, but I remember because you you were like a little bit worried that your pension wasn't as good as it could have been. Yes. It was not bad, but yeah. it wasn't. No, it's not and you bad. were a little bit worried about financially, weren't you? Because you were used yes. to a good wage, you know, yes, senior lecturer, yeah, you were yeah. a good wage. But you've actually made your wage up, haven't you? Your I have. Up. I've, I've made your pension up. I've made my pension, my, my pension, and my income from um, my part-time business, and it is part-time at the moment. Is um, yeah, it's I earn more than I earned when I was wow. uh, full-time at the university. Yeah. How amazing yeah. is that? And I was on a good salary. Yeah, yeah. and you enjoy it more. I do enjoy it more. It's, I, I was running a huge MSc programme at the university and I was very stressed. It was all firefighting. There were 50 staff. There were thousands of students and it was constant like firefighting. So I was on high alert constantly. My phone was with me constantly. I was emailing. Oh, right up to bedtime, I'd be answering emails because if I didn't, then I'd have a pile the next morning. So it was just constant. It's very different now than what you do. Very like, different. Yeah, yeah very completely different. different. Yeah. Us. Now I get up at eight o'clock, have a few leisurely coffees before I wander into the studio for my own practice. And, <laughs> yeah, it's rather nice, actually. Oh, selling it to me. I want to do all this. <laughs> <laughs> I think so... the other thing too is as you get older, your body does stiffen. There's no doubt about it. There are there are consequences of aging and my you know, your body does go stiffer. So every day I do yoga practice, I'm gonna keep supple, aren't I? I'm you gonna are. be yeah, yeah, of course you are. Whereas you wouldn't do it if you didn't have to. If I didn't have to do yoga, because I've got to be one step ahead of my students, for goodness sake, if I'm teaching it. So I have to keep up, I have to be supple. So if there wasn't that incentive, I, I wouldn't be doing it every day. I'd talk myself out of it. I know I would. Mm. Whereas now, I, you know, I've got to do it. It's my job. You know, it's mm. not, you know, that's kind of what I tell myself. I have to do my practice because it's my job. And well, yeah, you don't want to be like bending down, like crack, cracking, do you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> or only be it's not very you. good, is it? If you can't. I went to a yoga class once where the teacher couldn't do the poses and it wasn't. It doesn't build much trust no, and belief, it does it? It doesn't. Like, yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I've got to keep that one step ahead, which uh, which I managed to do. Good. So we always ask <clears throat> our listen, not listeners, mm. our guests, what's your kind of one piece of advice you give to people who are listening? And, you know, some people have, have had businesses for a while, some are new, some mm. are maybe even mm. thinking about a business. Like, is there any kind of lesson that you've learned or any wisdom you'd like to pass on yes there is I would say don't let age be your excuse because it is an excuse so if you're thinking oh I'd love to do that but I'm too old now to think about expanding that way or starting that business don't use that as an excuse because it's bullshit it really mm. is you can start at any age and if you put your mind to it you can make a success of it I've made a great success and it's not like all my customers are my age or the majority of my customers are younger than I am mm -hmm. there are some that are my age but the majority are younger and you know it's don't let it be an excuse I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm good at yoga if you're good at something go for it 
Love that. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. Thank oh. you for being on. Oh, thank, thank you, you for, for asking me at last. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave all Jill's information in the show notes. And the um, if you are in the Northwest or area, then do go and join one of her, um, we would say, um, in, per- in person days. I'm saying it again. The day retreats, wellness days, wellness days, wellness days, and half days. Retreat days and half days. My website's kathamyoga.com. I'll put it in the show notes so it's easy to get to. And you can also follow her at Yoga Every Damn Age. Yep. I'll put that in the show notes. That's on Instagram and kathamyoga Kathamyoga and wellness on Facebook. Brilliant. I'll put all the links in the show notes, but thank you for coming. Thank you for asking. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining the Money Mavens podcast today with myself, Josie May, and my fellow host, Charlotte Balbier. We are holding regular giveaways with luxury prizes for those that leave us a review. So if you've loved this episode, please go and give us five stars. We really appreciate your support. For more exciting content and inspiration in unlocking your up level, head over to our Instagram and follow the underscore money underscore mavens. The link is in our show notes. Congratulations, you are now officially a money maven. Welcome to the club. We can't wait to celebrate your success with you. See you on the next episode.